0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: Let's bring in Merrill Hodge. And, hey, Merrill, 94, was that? Was it concussions for you that year that you only played five games with the Bears the beginning of the end for you that year?
2: Uh, well, first of all, when I went to the Chicago, that was like my... Like um, my, my dream come true because my favorite player was Walter Payton um, I, <laughs> when I was a kid. So to be able to... My favorite team was the Pittsburgh Steelers. My favorite player was Walter Payton. And so to play with both organizations, I still count myself the one of the luckiest guys that were playing in the National Football League um, and gotten to know Walter Payton. Or get to, I got to know Walter Payton a lot better even when I was there as a player, um, even though it was sh- a short stint. Um, and actually it wasn't, it wasn't concussions at the end of my career. It was improper care of the concussions, which is still
3: uh-huh.
2: really some of the biggest issues. And the thing that um, is such mi- so misunderstood, even to this day, it's not about head trauma. Shoot. If we don't want head trauma, then you shouldn't live at your home because leading cause of head trauma is tripping and falling and the environment that's going to ha- happen or most likely is going to be your home. So it's about doing the right thing for it. When it does happen, you know, try to minimize it as best you can, but you'll never reduce it or eliminate it. Just make sure you do the proper care for it. Um, and just got improper care, unfortunately.
1: Uh, it sucks, man. I mean, like, seriously, I'm sorry to – I knew that. I mean, I remember the story now, and I, I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. Do, does well, – do well, while we're on it, while we're – I mean, has it gotten better? And I assume that you're still a oh, huge well,
2: advocate for it. You know? Yes, well, and, and it's still misunderstood. And, you know, to the credit um, – what happened to me? A lot of things changed. Sure, um, the Chicago Bears and the Philadelphia Eagles have become the first two teams in NFL history to mandate cognitive tests, have a baseline. So they realized that they were behind um, the eight ball. They knew they were they were way behind. I, the first team in the history of sports, to do any type of head trauma protocol, meaning a like a a. Uh, uh, Cognitive test before the season was the Pittsburgh Steelers in 1991. So I came out of an environment that they treated it a lot different. The Bears were not doing that, but to their credit, the next year they became the first, they made it mandatory. So they changed their protocols. Um, You know, I I won a court case against the doctor because of his improper care, and the NFL was on their side saying that was. And keep in mind, I got cleared over the phone five days later by answering one question How did I feel? So even in 1994, that's archaic. You just don't do that with, with head trauma. You can't clear somebody over the phone. No doctor would ever do that. that no, doc, no doctor would do knee surgery and then call you. I'm going, how are you feeling? Okay, go ahead and play. You know, you,
3: yeah, you got right, right. to see the
2: patient. You um, got to see the patient. But the bottom line is is, is that it got it, things evolved and have gotten so much better. But when we, still the mistakes that are made today are oftentimes – just improper care tools, not administered. Right. You know, you're not following the right symptoms and you're, you're, you're ignoring things and you're not doing the right, uh, using the right tools in the right manner to protect and help the player.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, again, sorry he had to deal. the deal. Good, the good thing about the the 1994 Bears, I mean, I hope you got a playoff win portion that year, because I'm thinking 94 was a playoff win year for the Bears with with, and we're going to talk about these quarterbacks, I promise, with Eric Kramer, right? Wasn't yeah. he the quarterback? And he was one of the few quarterbacks in Bears history that you could look at and say, he was actually pretty good.
2: Yeah, Eric was actually, that's one of the reasons I went to the Bears, is because really? they, they got rid of Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, they got rid of Jim Harbaugh. I came in with Jim Harbaugh. Okay. So I, I experienced Jim Harbaugh at, at Combine. That's all I needed to know about. And then we played against him, too. So I was like, when I knew they were getting rid of him um, and bringing Eric Kramer in, that was one of the big, really big caveats to go to Chicago. What
1: What, what was wrong with Harbaugh?
2: Yeah, <laughs> It's okay. um, let's, just, let, let's put it this way. Um, now listen, I, at 21, I, he might have been older than 21. I was 21 right. when I when I, when I I got drafted. But um, he said so, but he had to be 21, 22. And I don't know, buddy, at 21 or 22 that didn't do stupid stuff. But I we, we flew in together to the combined and he um, and uh, I came off the plane to have an NFL sign there waiting for us. And the kid said, hey, can you mind if we wait for some players that are coming in on the plane? And I'm like, yeah, no problem. And then this guy behind me, which I saw him get on the plane, he had a Michigan uh, Letterman jacket on, which um, um, I didn't understand. Um, but I would, obviously he was from Michigan. He came off, and he said, I ain't waiting for anybody. And so they got a card, took him off, and I was like, man, who is that? It was like was Jim Harbaugh, and I was like, oh, my wow. gosh. Wow. I was, like, I, I was like, but I was like, why is he got his Letterman jacket on? I'm like, why is he wearing his Letterman jacket? I'm like, are going to Combine. I'm like, it was – it was it was kind of funny. It was kind of funny, but he was he was a uh, um, he has done he has done well as a coach, though you cannot deny that. And I, I I love his style of coaching. He's done a heck of a job. Yeah, he is. Harry you know, Kramer was a big deal in Chicago. You know, when that, at that time, because you know, Jim had just not panned out in, in the way Chicago had hoped for. No, and, that's true. Um, that's true. Harry gave him a new a new leash on life, actually.
1: Who gave him a new lease? Uh,
2: Eric Kramer, when he came in, oh, he Eric. Oh, Eric. energy I... and yeah. And oh, Eric I got was, you. you. know, yeah, Eric was the new. Uh, you know, he'd done he'd given life to Detroit. If you remember that, you know, they, oh, of they got into the no. with him and how he played. Yeah. And uh, he was probably, he's still, I think, one of the most underrated quarterbacks in both those organizations and what he was able to do and what he did.
1: Oh, I'd say he's rated though, man, because seriously, like we do this drill all the time in Chicago, Merrill, with just going through the list of quarterbacks. Unfortunately, it's this kind yeah. of a joke. Um, but I always stop at Eric Kramer and say, you know, and I because of Eric Kramer and these. I was a Curtis Conway on your team that yeah, year? All,
0: yeah. Jeff, yeah, Jeff. Jeff. Graham. Jeff
1: Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Who was yeah. he? Was ter- who was the oh. Wait, who was the who was on that? Who was other running backs on that team? Now, was well, oh, um, it? Green. Oh, Raymond,
2: Raymond. Raymond Harris, Raymond, You know, that's terrible. Yeah, he he came made forget him. Yeah, when I when I got hurt, he actually filled in and did a great job. Raymond's a great kid, great player. Um, we've got um, Tillman from the Giants as well we yep. brought him in yes um, lewis tillman or, then, or lewis tillman right yeah lewis. lewis lewis tillman lewis tillman and then um i forget green's first name uh, our last yeah first name like his last name. Uh, was green. Robert, was really robert, robert 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 i remember
1: robert green big was, legs yeah
2: Yep. yeah 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 and he's a good kid good player as well and um in the off line we've got andy heck you know came in and yeah big cat i mean our oh, man. Had some, we had some maulers we had some, yeah. mullet, some dogs that will play for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no doubt, man. Well, that's that's some pretty good insight. Yeah, I mean. Jim Harbaugh I I I was a fan of the Bears then so it was like I rooted for him but he never worked out here he became captain comeback in Indianapolis but just I mean yeah. y- your your you know characterization of him he has always been I hate to use the word weird maybe an eclectic personality interesting personality but you're not the first person that I've heard from that you know that he 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 sort of moves to his own drummer, or something like that. I guess that'd be the best way to hey, say that's it right okay. now.
2: Listen, yeah. that's okay. I, I, listen, I respect that too. That's why when I saw a Letterman jacket, I'm like, who would let him jacket to the combine? Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh would. That's who
1: would do that. <laughs> uh, uh, that's great. I love uh, it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Well, let's get to it because, you know, the thing that stood out to me in the intro. Um, and we were talking to former Pittsburgh Steelers and Bears running back uh, Merrill Hodge and longtime ESPN guy. You know of one, one of the great analysts that ESPN has had for sure. Always love to to watch him. But you did say you did say Caleb Williams is not special. Can you expand yeah. on that a little bit, Merrill? You know, like.
2: Yeah, well, here's what you get for doing a drive-by, and then I didn't realize the word special was so um, igniting. Um, because and that, to me, I was like, you got to define what special is. And when you do a drive-by, you don't you don't get to explain that. And in, in five in the last five or six years, there's been two guys that have been special. So let me define what I think is special by giving you two players that play that position, and what you ultimately have. I like to see him college prior to coming here. Now, just because he's not special, let me just clear this up. doesn't mean he doesn't have a chance to be a very good player and a dynamic player because he does have some elite things, which I'll get to in a second. Um, got Joe Burrow and C.J. Stroud in the last five or six years. Now, what makes them special in my eyes? I'm not saying it's anybody else's eyes, but I don't look at – when I'm studying kids on tape in college, I'm not looking at where they're playing. I'm looking at where they're going to play. And that is confusing for people sometimes because I know what environment they're going into. First of all, the field's going to change, okay? Hash marks going to go narrow, and they're going to play the middle of the field. My guy's as good as your guy. It isn't like my guy's better than your guy 70% of the time in college. Um, I'm not going to get four seconds in the pocket anymore, and guys aren't going to be running wide open all the time, okay? Or majority of the time, we'll put it that way. And so you're trying to look for people that can ultimately play from the pocket. At the end of the day, that is where you must master this game, I mean, the NFL, if you're going to be truly consistently successful. I'm not saying that a guy who doesn't have mobility um, isn't a value and there isn't some dynamicness in that. But nobody is going to run – they haven't done it yet. There's no quarterback that's running himself to a championship. Um, There's nobody that scrambled themselves to a championship. It eventually, at the end of the day, you have to play quarterback, and you have to be dynamic and good from the pocket. So, Joe Burrow coming out, he was very much like that. The way he, And these two things matter the most, and they work together. You cannot have one without the other. Accuracy and the ability to process quickly. And then mm-hmm. you start throwing anticipation in there, pocket presence, leadership, toughness, mentally and physically, which we can get to in a second. Now sure. from a pocket presence, he is not special. I don't watch hmm. him. In fact, his gift hurts him. A player like him. I've seen this so many times. There is, he has a gift that everybody thinks is exciting and is special. And that is his unique mobility. Okay. That's, that's not going to win your championship. And being exciting is not a skill set. Now, his elusiveness is rare. I would argue it's better. He's more elusive than Patrick Holmes. Does that make him better than Patrick Holmes? Absolutely not. It just tells you <laughs> that he has that dynamicness to him. Now, the problem with that is when—and he does this playing from the pocket when the pocket's clean, and then when the pocket's dirty, he does it more so. But he'll leave plays on the field. What I mean is, from the pocket, you get a coverage, you get a route combination, and I said. They don't do a whole host of this, which is another layer of concern, is they predominantly are college system. I mean, they're they're as pure a college system as you can get. They are a lateral team, lateral team, lateral team. But they do do some things down the field. They're not like NFL concepts. So you have to look at that as best you can and get a feel for that. Um, He will not make the first throw sometimes because he's got four seconds. (laughs) There's no reason to do that in in, in a lot of ways he – he processes stuff, as you've seen, process stuff, because he's done so many magical things by moving and being elusive. So in the NFL, you don't have that luxury anymore. Like when the guy is open, you got to give him the ball. Okay, what makes Tom Brady the greatest in the history of the game? Okay, um, and I will even get to Patrick Mahomes in a second. He Executes plays. When the flat routes there, give him the flat route. When the slant there, give him the slant. Um, And it's then the ability to throw it into tight windows. And even when a guy may look covered, but that is based on his positioning and based on where the defender is, the guy is open. In the NFL, you hardly see – very few people in college do it. Like Patrick Mahomes, I mean, uh, Burrow would do this. C.J. Stroud, I would see, do this. But keep in mind, last year when C.J. Stroud was coming out, he was the only guy that was a first-round value. I mean, the Carolina Panthers are going to be years in recovery – for what they did with Bryce Young, <laughs> because, because wow. he was so limited and those limitations yeah. aren't changing. I mean, the Carolina Panthers, the Chicago bears are, are benefiting this, but, and I'll tell you this, that, you know, Caleb's skill set is better than that. Um, but I'll get that in a sec. So just finishing up, that's what to me is special because a guy that can transition to the league and play in that arena and they show college, the evidence in college that man, they got a shot to do that. Now, when you look at Caleb, the one thing that um, I am telling you is unique, as unique as I have seen it, and I've been doing this for 40 years, from playing, coaching, studying, his accuracy is unique. And that is a gift. And the thing that I'm talking about that you I haven't seen enough evidence to make him special doesn't mean he can't do that eventually. I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying he will always fight this hurdle of his ability to make plays and move, and can he harness that? and break that and make that a part of his last resort versus sometimes i just go to it. Mm-hmm. And that right there can ruin players more than it can help players. And there's a lot of things that he doesn't control that are completely out of his scenario. This expectation that he is Patrick Mahomes is going to be an, a daunting thing. Pat, let's just take Patrick Mahomes came, out, came to a playoff team, Saturday's first year, and those two things are not going to be his luxury. And he had great coaching. And that coaching staff. So there's three things that he has nothing to do with, but are going to play a role in this. He's not going to a playoff team if he goes to Chicago. Um, They've got new coaching again, which you know has been some of their biggest issues. You can't be consistent with anything. I know of no business that exists on planet Earth where you change every year and you're going to get better as a as a company or as a unit, as a team or as an organization. It's just not going to happen. It's nearly impossible for that to happen. And that is what they have consistently done. So that's when I look at special and um, doesn't mean he does other, other great skill sets. I think he processes things based on the college system very well. Um, he does do that one, those areas of concerns that you must master to be an excellent quarterback in the national football league. And from the pocket aspect of it, he does enough of that, that damage there will be damaging in the NFL if he doesn't learn to develop his skill set and get rid of the football and give it to the guy who deserves the ball. If it's a slant route, give him a slant route. Don't hold it going, well, I think I can get something else out of that. In the National Football League, it's not going to work out for you as well as it did college. And it's not just making bad throws. It is getting hurt. You know, um, so, But that is something you can teach. Like, okay, the accuracy aspect, I, you, you can't teach the accuracy he has. That is, a, that is a unique gift. And, you know, that that, can, that cannot be overlooked. And from everybody I've looked for to this point, about six quarterbacks, he is superior to them from an accuracy aspect, probably as superior as I've ever seen, quite
0: honestly. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
1: It, it, it sounds to me Merrill though that you I mean the all interesting points you still think I mean it, not elite but you still think he could be a very good quarterback and oh, don't you th- don't don't you also think and I just want to throw this in there too don't you think that his ceiling is higher than that of Justin Fields because some of these strengths that you're talking about are weak like the The accuracy, the processing quickly, that's been a huge issue with Justin Fields. And, you know, Fields had the same thing. Fields had professional wide receivers at Ohio State who were wide open all the time as well. So I think that that's something that don't all top quarterbacks or any quarterback coming into college, they all have to make a huge adjustment for that, don't they? I mean, that's not
2: uncommon. Well, well. Unlike like a Burrow and a CJ Stroud when you could see that you you could see that in their college in the college game that they played in their arena they played and they did more post out system too than USc did so it was clearly more evident there with those two guys and keep mind those that that's two guys out of six years how many quarterbacks would that amount to um, um <laughs> yes he, I, he, could de- he could develop that but not, the difference now you know that you do have to consider this he's six one these other guys are six three and six four. That, that height, when you get to about one, and once you get to 6'3 and 6'5, those things do matter a little bit. That's why I go back to, like, you know, Bryce Young. He's 5'9, and that never he can work as hard as he wants. He can train as long as he wants. He's never changing that. That'll always be a limit. That'll always be a problem with game planning and the things that he is able to do from the pocket. So that hinders him a little bit um, from the pocket thing. But yes, he could clearly develop um, into. A guy who functions and knows how to play there and plays that with with excellence i I don't think there's any doubt that is one area that but but you don't see that in college right now because he is so dynamic in his ability and his elusiveness he will lean on that more than just playing through structure and that's what i'm saying that 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 that's a fine line there and I've always felt like a guy who has that when he first comes in, I actually like that because he gets out of a lot of trouble and he and he can make some things happen for your team. But at some point, he's got to harness that and take whatever he's done from a mobility aspect and convert it to his arm. Excuse, I'll give you the great, one of the greatest examples that just happened. Got An AFC championship game, Lamar Jackson throws a pick and what looks, I mean, yes, there's, you know, you got two deep safeties, you got the trail defender. He throw three guys are there. He throws the pick, it's a bad throw. It's second and ten. Now let's walk through second and ten, and what? There's two minutes on the clock, whatever. There's plenty of time, to clock to score. Uh-huh. You have, based on the route concepts they have, everything that he should have been reading should have told him, take the drag route underneath because you're tied in. It's just carried underneath defender. Okay. It isn't just the picky through. It's the circumstances of where you were on the field. And Lamar played like that in Louisville. And he has never not played like that when big games. <laughs> very few teams can get him. Very few teams can get him to play quarterback. So, so the Kansas City yeah. Chiefs said, you know what? We're going to make you uh, play quarterback.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And it's just, it's just my, my final example of how good you have to be from the pocket. Um, and – and as soon as you say that, well, he's so dynamic. That's, that's great. But that is going to be his greatest hurdle is learning to manage that and not want to go to it. And I'm not going to say it's going to happen this first year. I would never say that's too hard on a kid um, when he comes to the NFL. Keep in mind, he's got pro concepts he's never done before. You've got defenses that are a heck of a lot better than defenses you face. So keep in mind, if you look at the second year, which I did finally get through all his games last year. So I've got some 16 games through here. So I feel very comfortable where I am with my evaluation with him. Even those defenses played a little different. You know, they pushed the pocket. They made his size a little bit of an issue. They kind of understood that he would hold the ball and maybe go to move and run versus get rid of it at times. And because they don't do a lot of stuff down the field and certain route concepts, there are a lot of bubble screens, smoke screens, and you know RPO bills. You don't get to see a lot of it. But if you the system I have, I can create all of those plays and just watch all of them together. So that gives you a really good feel. If you only mm-hmm. see like, you know, six to ten a game, it could be, you know, you can miss it. And that's why I, I I group them like that to watch that. Yeah. So when you watch him just from the pocket, where he's going to have to play and be great, mm-hmm. that's why I said he's not special. You know, all those other things I, I talked about him are unique um, and are are really I love them about him. Who, who who's gonna, your top guy? He, who's he's your have who's that your hurdle.
1: It, who's, is he your top quarterback? Who's your top quarterback? Who, do you have your rankings, yeah. or have you done that yet, or you know, no? I'd like
2: to, like no? No, because I'm not done with everybody. But I'll tell I you gotcha. a guy who actually – I'll tell you a guy, like Jaden Daniels, the LSU kid. Uh-huh. Like He, he actually – I watched him when he started at Arizona State. And that kid has really developed. And they do more pro sco- pro concepts than, say, USC's offense. And he actually plays for the pocket pretty well. I like, you know, when the Washington's pick. Let's, let's put it this way. Based on where I am now, um, and I've only went through six guys. I got May done, Caleb done, Daniels, uh, Bo Nix, and then Penix in Washington. And, um, you know, I would say that um, Daniel, Caleb Williams, here's where it will appeal to Chicago. I, I understand what it says appealing to the Chicago Bears or any <laughs> team. Uh-huh. Is, is is true? His his I'm telling you, it, it's not so much his elusiveness. I, I do, and I and I, I'm not I'm I'm not, I'm not a disclaimer because like, to me that is his wild card. Can he manage that and basically control it enough not to let him be a scrambler all his career? Yeah, that's right. that's where I'm getting where I can that's where I can go with a guy that's that good at it. Now, like he's got Barry Sanders type moves. <laughs> Keep in mind, I mean, he makes the moves almost like oh my gosh. I mean, I don't, he's better than Patrick Mahomes. And, and you say that and then he's. he's <laughs> but, but yeah, well, and
1: no, no problems with the size there either. I mean, 6'4", so you don't yeah, have to, you know, worry about
2: that. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, um, not Patrick Mahomes, but... Um, Jaden Daniels. Um, Caleb Williams. you know, no, um, well, Daniels, he, he really plays well yeah. from the pocket. Like, he, you would feel very comfortable that, you know, what he has a good chance to transition because you see him do it in that pocket, and you see him function. He's, he's fluid, he's got really good feet, and he's accurate. You know, so, and he processes things well. The thing that I know that will appeal to a lot of NFL teams is Caleb's accuracy is, is unique. And, and it is, you know, accuracy is such a critical component of being successful. It's all yeah. those other things that, that are variables that you have to address and you have to talk about. And then one of the other things, which, you know, listen, if you're still, if you, if you get these meetings, you can try to have a better feel for it. But how tough is he mentally? You know, I think he's a pretty physically tough kid watching him playing some hits he takes, you know. Um, but mentally, because that to me is going to be, will be the overwhelming factor for him because let's say Chicago does draft him. What is everybody already going to think? That we just made up for our mistake. <laughs> we just made up our percent. Well, he's not coming to a playoff team you know, what kind of coaching? Is he gonna get a Andy Reid style of coaching, you know, um I don't know, I don't know that staff well enough to do it. But I would listen, I try to assume that he's gonna get good coaching, but that's not always true in, in every aspect of things. And then forget all of that. You know, is your team a playoff team? Your division is getting better and better the Packers, right. Detroit. Division's tough. I mean,
1: division's tough.
2: That division, that so, that division's not getting weaker. Right. It's getting tougher. You know. And then you don't, you don't, you don't start winning. Well, who's going to take the heat for that?
1: Right. Right. Oh well, it'll Everybody, be the quarterback, of course. Yeah. It'll, hard, it'll be, you know? it'll I mean, be the quarterback. Well, let me, just, let me ask you, Meryl, because Mar- I'm running. Um, I'm going to get in trouble if I keep you on too much longer here. And it, here, here's the uh, last thing I want to ask you. Do, do you think that? Justin Fields should, that they should just go to bat with Justin Fields, give him, you know, a nice three year extension? Do you think Justin Fields is the guy that they should stick with?
2: Well, here's what I don't have. Nobody has. I haven't been sitting in those rooms with Justin Fields. Okay. So they didn't have a better feel for him as a human being, as a player, you know, his IQ, his toughness. The one thing I can just say about Justin Fields, which is unfair to all players, every player would tell you this. Especially the quarterback. He's changed. how many coordinators has he had that are consistent?
1: <laughs> right. Well, I mean, he, no. I, yeah, you're right. Was,
2: you're right. What was his biggest flaw? What was his biggest flaw coming out of Ohio State? He was raw. Now you bring rawness into something and new learning, new learning, new learning, new learning. I'm like, and when I watched, I said, you know, I went back and studied him towards the end of the year. Just Fields does some pretty dynamic things, you know, with his legs and his arm, you know. Um, but I'm not in that meeting room to have – and that's where people that have been around him are going to have to make this call. And That's why I just talked about that mental toughness of Caleb Williams. I mean, the, the, getting to know these players and talking to these players and doing things that we don't have access to, which there's great value to, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That's going – something in that – in those meetings is going to be the final the, – whatever becomes the final straw. You know, rather we're going to move on. And we're going to start over here. And I can see that there are some things that Caleb does that Justin doesn't do that would lead you to believe. Listen, I can develop that. I'm going because every coach believes they can develop it, and they they can they can fix it. You know, it's going to be uh, which one do they think they can do it best with, and which player do they think is going to probably have the most ownership in the aspect, and they have the best way to to work with. You know, and I don't know have that luxury of knowing that, um, but that to me is what it's going to. You come down
1: kid yeah yeah meryl this has been great I'd, I'd love to talk to you more um but uh we'll call time... anytime,
2: brother and love to
1: <laughs> yeah man absolutely I did, we were just getting cooking here so i appreciate it meryl yeah. hodge we'll look look anytime forward to more. all right man i appreciate it there he goes okay. meryl hodge you, was pal. really interesting
3: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news